Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Chaffle. Bad jokes. Velociraptor. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. As we did this intro, we were debating having another drink, but then we stopped. So that's what happened there. <laughs> I'm just going to read the quote. I'm not even going to chit chat. We're just going to get right just, into it. I'm just going to read this quote. We keep talking to each other and then saying, oh, we should record We that. should just have like a microphone all the time attached to us. Oh, wait, we do our phones, oh, I guess. I, I mean, know. what? So Trisha just watched Jurassic Park, which is inspiring the author of this quote, not necessarily <laughs> this quote. All right. Books aren't written, they're rewritten, including your own. It is one of the hardest things to accept, especially after the seventh rewrite hasn't quite done it. Michael Crichton. So good. Or Michael Crichton, if you're having trouble <laughs> searching it on the internet. I'm just kidding. Like I couldn't spell it. <laughs> it well, I kept like autocorrecting or something. Or like, autocorrecting mm. to Christian. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Michael, no. Michael Christian. No autocorrect. It's a very different response. <laughs> it's like biblical. <laughs> like Hans Christian. I don't Anderson. even know. It was seemed, <laughs> no, that's not biblical. biblical. I don't know where I said that. Hans Christian Anderson. This is one of those things. <laughs> just like, but it's like a word cloud where things are just connecting for me and they don't make any sense. Okay. So, all right. First Hello. of all. Yes. Well, this Everyone. is a writing podcast for those of you who are new to the show. And maybe some people are. I, we don't know. We You don't know. I don't know. Shauna, if you're new to the show, <laughs> you'll know. You won't know. You will know how to spell Michael Crichton. But you won't know that Shauna gets mad whenever I say anything I about new anymore. people. <laughs> Ever since we started the keto diet, I, I can't. I only She's, am mad at like. The keto diet. <laughs> she's glad you're here, but she's mad at me all the time and also bread. Okay. Well, I'm not mad at you. Okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. So let's just tell everybody. We were like but I was gonna making s- an amazing snack book. And every time I would say something, she'd be like, why are you mad at me? I'm all, do you have paper plates? And I just said it like that. And she's like, why are you mad at me? And I'm like, I'm not mad. I just don't know where they are. <laughs> no, sometimes she'll be like, oh, do you use like cloth napkins at your house <laughs> uh, like, like that <laughs> like because you said that to me i didn't make that up you're all it's either paper towels or cloth napkins and i was like cloth napkins we're not doing that <laughs> but i have like ratty ones we use for all the time I but do. then you have to wash them i do and you were so i'm so mad you're about, so laundry, bothered all about laundry and dishes <laughs> so i'm trying to help you avoid it and also I'm killing like solely just me killing the earth. <laughs> well, I am too. <laughs> anyway, so this is a show about writing and friendship. <laughs> and apparently <laughs> the near death of Mother Earth because oh, of our use of paper plates. Paper product usage. You um, know what? We we cut we do other things that matter. And sometimes <laughs> you have to balance it out. Because I can't feel guilty about everything. No. Do you know what I mean? Same. Like, no, same. And, and you know what? Someone can totally call me all this and it's fine. But like there are certain things that in order to maintain my sanity, I don't use paper plates all day, all the time for every I meal. Do. But like, <laughs> no, but you don't because I've seen all your dishes. No, but I do. Mostly. But then you still have a lot of dishes. How does that happen? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Because if you I'm cook for myself. If you cook something... <laughs> Yeah. It makes pans. So we have to cook all the time. 
Because we have if to I make all cook, our own weird food. If I could cook everything on paper paper plates, it would be much you easier. sandwiches for Yeah, the kids. just constantly. No. Yeah, we feed our children chocolate sandwiches on a paper plate. So, I mean, whatever. We're winning right now, okay? <laughs> I don't care what's going on with you, but we're winning at whatever this is. <laughs> so, anyways, I just wanted to say thank you for those folks who've sent feedback back feedback yeah back yeah i don't know how else you would <laughs> sounded say it. weird who have sent us feedback thank you <laughs> for our screenplay because it's super useful and here's the thing to me that was most useful about the feedback received so far there was a list of problems but also a list of the things i loved about it or the person loved about it so it would be like this was this was off maybe do this constructive but then also it was like anything that they loved they called out which then it like eases any uh concern over what rewrite needs to happen next because the parts that i love the most i saw other people loving the most yeah yeah and yeah. that like made me so happy that's so like reaffirming for us yeah. because or affirming i guess i don't need to be reaffirming but yeah maybe because... at this point in the game reaffirming because it's been so long that we've been working on this well thing. and it's funny so. because well, I, I hate to say it but like one of the things that i think we love about our screenplay are all of the supporting characters and uh, mostly some of the feedback we've gotten already is we want to see more of the supporting characters, which right? makes me happy because I love the supporting characters Same. and it was really hard for us to make our main characters lovable. And it seems like we've done it or not, maybe not lovable, but make them, we made it work though. Make you like root for, root them. for them, even though they're at one point kind of dicks to each other. Our main yeah. character was kind of hateable. Like we kind of hated her. No, we had a lot of, <laughs> sessions called how to make our main character more lovable like where we would just brainstorm <laughs> or like, on, like not suck or what I don't know, yeah maybe. what makes you likable even when you do unlikable things in your life like why right. do your friends stick why around are you still on their side yeah yeah where you're like rooting for them yeah it's like i mean like the amazing this is a random example but just popped into my head but it's sort of like like the sopranos like you are like tony soprano is like not a good person but the whole time you're like rooting for him you're like yeah oh like, my god like i hope Dex they don't get caught oh my god like he's going Dexter. to the it's yeah Dexter it's, kills people it's really but if and you're, you're like so nervous he's gonna get caught that is good writing because you really like come and and our character is not a murderer nor a mobster maybe uh, she should be person but <laughs> she is like you know a selfish artist and so like that's like um that can be very unlikable if yeah. you don't do it right so anyway it just made me feel good that because yeah. i felt like that was really hard for us and it took the the side characters that everybody everybody loved, that, that we got we that was easy was right. for us <laughs> yeah the the main characters the whole point of the story that was really hard <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should just write a movie all about the side characters <laughs> Oh, fuck a plot. You know what? And then it'll be called <laughs> waiting to start, <laughs> waiting for the main character. No, it will be called it'll be called turn, you know like boys on the side, it'll be called characters on the side. <laughs> You're dumb. Okay. For those of you who are so new to the show, all of our projects seem to have the word waiting in them. So that's why I made that joke. Waiting for the main character Waiting to for arrive. The... It's really long, too. It's like a really long sentence. <laughs> Waiting for something to happen that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, okay, I lost it. Moving yeah. right along. I had nothing after So anyway, that. so that quote, to tie it all back together, because mm, that's what we do. Michael Christian. <laughs> that's right. Jurassic Park. So my daughter's ten and a half. We watched Jurassic Park. It was like eye-opening for me because i was telling shauna there's not as much action in movies from like 20 years ago as now and the story the lead up and the the layers of the story for the first hour there's no real like dinosaur situation happening that's scary that whole scene in front of the t-rex paddock happens 60 minutes into the movie and i know this because 
my son managed to turn it off the first time we watched it and he was like screaming and scared and I was like I just broke my child but <laughs> pops some headsets on him and then we finished watching it with Lisey and uh she was like totally uh, like into it and it was scary that that part in the kitchen that's that's like the to me that's the scariest part of the movie that's like the it's so stressful i remember mm-hmm. when i watched it the first time in the theater being like almost feeling hysterical but with the characters because you, you're like ah, ah, they can't get did out did you remember the part where the car falls through the tree no and the little boy's in the car and he's getting him out and the little boy's like a nerd and he's like do you know how to climb trees and he's like no he's like i read your book i love dinosaurs like yeah and then he's like okay i'm gonna walk you through it and the car's like about to fall and they have to like oh i don't go down part. the tree really there is so much stress from 60 minutes to 90 minutes it is uh. nothing but just high intensity there's like little jokes here and there, little moments of levity, little breaks, but it's like pretty intense. And then just when you think everything is okay, and then this is what makes it such a great movie, she's the little girls eating the jello and they have the food <laughs> and they're doing that little like thing where kids dance while they're eating yeah. and they find and they're all like <laughs> he got electrocuted on the fence. I forgot about that part. I don't remember that part either. I need to watch this movie again. I like don't remember hardly anything. 10,000 volt fence. And he's like the little boy again is slow at climbing. He's like trying to climb down. And the freaking they're in the mean the other scene they're trying to get the power back on so they can arm all the Oh, to T-Rex keep, to keep the, crap, right? yeah, the dinosaurs on. And the little boy's on the fence when the power turns on. I don't know how they didn't die. Dude. He almost did. So then by the time they're in that kitchen scene, they've already fallen in a car down a tree, almost been eaten by a T-Rex like twice, and been electrocuted by a 10,000 volt fence. So then when the Velociraptor's going to now get them, like, oh, my God, it's exhausting. Like, that's, that's why we were crying at that why. point in the movie. And it, because it's so stressful. You're so stressed with them at that yeah. point. That must be why you're right. You're, it you're so relieved. It you're like, up. oh, eat, like, some jello. And, like, the little girl's got her jello, and she's, like, about to eat it. And she's staring at the camera. And it, you, we were watching some of the making of it, and you forget the camera's, like, right in their face. Mm. And I was showing Lisey that because I'm like, it's not like, like they're all room, far away. Like theater. Yeah. yeah where you're yeah. like, you have space. The, the camera's like right there. And this little girl goes from like happy eating jello. And then her face, that's when I started to cry. I remember in the theater. <laughs> her face goes from like happy to like like trembling and, and scared. And her brother's just watching her. And he's like eating marshmallows and like all happy. And then all of, I need to like film myself talking about this. Yeah. I'm doing I was, all I was just, this. she's like doing all these little happy, like eating. And then his face dancing, eating things. And then he slowly looks. And that's when you see the shadow of that velociraptor. And then, Oh my God. They're like the worst. It is crazy. They're the scariest crazy. to me. It's yeah. crazy. But they, they lay that groundwork for a good hour in a very patient way. And that like, it was very, I felt like respectful of the script because it's not just a bunch of jump scares and cheap tricks. No, I mean. It was very well, well it, laid out. Like, it's, but it's, and it, that's kind of like too when you know it's from a book where it's like when you can sort of tell that there's well, so much helped. story. Like there's so much story underneath it that it's not. Did you read the book? No. Aaron read all the books. Oh. My husband. And he said. There's e- it's even better, of course, because the book's the always, book's always better. Because there's more detail. But what makes the movie good is that the author of the books, Michael Crichton, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> he wrote the screenplay. He was a part. He well, like kind of like Margaret, Margaret Atwood, Atwood with the style. Exactly what it's I said yesterday. Coming. It's just like Margaret Atwood. She writes all her screenplays me, too, me. or helps. Said Shauna and Trisha all so the time. So this is not a movie podcast. No, but it's about writing, and, and that's what I was like. We try to write a movie. So well, that's, that's and when it. you when they you do intersect a little when bit. you take a screenwriting class, which we've done, 
they tell you like you have to have your action is at 30 minutes or page 30 we've never, 60 have we taken 90. a screenwriting class we took a directing class it was yeah terrible. you're right i'm totally a liar i mean we've like taught when ourselves you read a bunch of screenwriting books <laughs> like what we screenwriting did. for dummies <laughs> they tell you but i mean i i have to think that it's got to be there's got to be some sort of there is in in a novel, right? You've you've got to have your marks that you're hitting to to reach the conclusion, the climax and conclusion, and that's all you're trying to do in a movie too, just in a more yeah. tightened up way. I mean, we haven't. I have not written a novel, although I know many of our benchlings have. Good for them. Like they've written a few. Some several of, of our benchlings. Yeah, have. and I'm like, it's like, oh yeah, like I wrote a book, and I'm like, oh my god, like I can't even like write a journal entry. What's my problem? And yet we are the authorities on writing. <laughs> just kidding. We we're the authorities not. on procrastinating. Hmm. Let's yeah, just we're be clear. the authorities on snacking. And benches. Which reminds us that we have a snack. Okay. Enough. To end all snacks. Jurassic Park chat by Trisha. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, bye. What's going on, guys? This is Andrew from Podflix and Chill, and you're listening to Two Girls on a Bench on the Podfix Network. Give me that snack book. Hi, this is Snack Book. Oh my god, that was scary. (laughs) You said energetic. I was trying to be energetic. We made (laughs) we made the coolest snack book and that was pretty epic. It's kind of epic because we used the sandwich maker, which we have talked about quite a bit. Yes. From the infomercial. I had fixins. Trisha kept saying fixin'. I have the fixins for I pizza. Have pizza fixins. I got all the fixins. I got pepperoni and mozzarella <laughs> for the boys. You know, they like the fixins <laughs> on their pizza fixins. The kids just love this. They love their the peppers and the olives, the fixins. Trisha didn't have it like all organized like that. I, I could have I have one of those trays though with like the little compartments. I could have I thought about created another scenario to clean something. (laughs) That's the only reason I didn't make that happen for you. Our dog is trying to get in. She's kind of like a dinosaur. She's (laughs) like just talking about my personal velociraptor. (laughs) I know she's all. uh, She um, thinks we're eating like beef jerky in here. We were, but that was in the other room. She's like, she gets obsessed. If you have the beef jerky, she's like, because it's just like you meat. I mean, it's just straight up meat. Okay, yep. so, but that's not what our snack book was. Nope. We made, okay, so there's this keto thing called a chaffle. I feel like I have to start from the beginning because it's a lot. Start at the very beginning. It's called a chaffle, and it's made very of one start. egg, half a cup of mozzarella cheese, and a tablespoon of almond flour. When you don't eat carbs, you eat a lot of eggs and cheese. Yeah, so... <laughs> Trish was like, I can't make my chaffles come out good. And I was like, <laughs> I, said, I am getting good at making chaffles. And you just want to say chaffle a lot. And I said, my chaffles are awful. <laughs> and like, you're like eggy or something. There, like, there's too much egg in my chaffle. There's too much egg in your chaffle. Except that's like all a chaffle really is, is like one tablespoon of flour and like egg. And cheese. And cheese. So it does have like a nice like sort of so here's the thing about the chaffles, everybody. You make it and it's sort of like you could I guess you I don't you could do a million things with it. It's called a Trisha raised her hand, everybody, (laughs) in case you wanted to know. From a year of doing school at home. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes, (laughs) Mr. Marsak. It's called a chaffle because you usually make it in a waffle iron. So it's oh a, yeah, it's I'm a, sorry. It's a cheese waffle, oh. essentially a chaffle. Oh, I didn't even like care or think about what the name meant. That's funny. It's made in a waffle iron, which my sandwich maker has. It has the sandwich plates, the waffle plates, and like a grill plate, which is sort of like what you would do like a panini or and this maybe you can grill food on it. I don't sandwich know. thing is like sponsoring our podcast. I mean, they really should because. <laughs> I am like preaching this waffle, whatever. Anyway, so maker (sighs) kit. So we made the chaffles. And then the thing about chaffles is you want them to be kind of crispy. You don't want them to be soggy because then they're like, "Eh." so you put them 
We let them get really crispy. Like what? What food do you make where you're like, this is something you want to be soggy? Like, just let this be I soggy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's easy for them to be soggy, yeah. and they're like, don't store them in like a plastic bag. Oh, that was like you just. <laughs> Sorry. Why just... do you store them in then? <laughs> what know. do you? But store it, it, like it? the moisture collects Shh. around it, and then it's just like soggy chop. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what's happening to me. My brain. And you claim you're not mean to me, but you're secretly judging my plastic baggie. No, I just I read that somewhere, and I was like, oh shit, you put it in a plastic bag that you're not supposed to do. I that. let How it would cool you completely. It first. doesn't matter. It doesn't oh matter, my god, Trisha. I'm throwing it away. So we could probably just like re bring it back to life by throwing it back in the waffle iron. You're <laughs> <laughs> so sad right now. So then we took our chaffles. So I made four chaffles so that we so we could each have a sandwich, right? So made the chaffles. And then in a moment of brilliance, I was like, let's put it on a wire rack so that it like gets air underneath it and one side doesn't get soggy. Uh-huh. That was smart. It was maybe the smartest thing I've done in weeks. I don't know. In the years, Definitely maybe. weeks, maybe a year. <laughs> I would say it there. I would say at least this this whole year. Chaffle aficionados, listen up. This is a big game changer. This is okay. all this work is just so we don't eat bread. Yeah. Well, we like to <laughs> fool around with a waffle sandwich I mean, maker. Also, it is kind of fun. So then we're like, okay, we got these chaffles, and then we make them into a pizza sandwich, which is in our screenplay, but is also not in our screenplay because there's no keto in 1996. So it was just like with white bread and like a pizza. Yeah. So we fixed it. We made <laughs> pizza with a cheese crust, basically. Um, which a cheese, is fine. egg, almond flour crust. So we then put on the chaffle, we put sauce and like a red sauce that trisha had that was like low sugar which was cool sugar free i mean sugar free yeah i guess so right because as we've learned everything has added sugar in it yeah we Mm. didn't know that no it's crazy i thought sugar was just like candy or something beef jerky has sugar in it like it's crazy you guys like there's sugar and everything and so the carb amount will be a whole bunch and you're not even really you're like i'm just gonna have a bagel thin but oh it has 16 grams of sugar and 30 grams of carbs like it's like crazy so it's, it is crazy everyone it's made us this sugar thing <sighs> is crazy it's made us a little more aware Screaming. of the amount of sugar we were consuming without even knowing it like well, you wouldn't even think you're making spaghetti for your family oh i'm making like a healthy ish meal or whatever <laughs> or i'm eating spaghetti squash with sauce right <laughs> you're making spaghetti for your family shut up <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't know why that was or funny. for yourself <laughs> i turn into like a weird michigan mom like it's like bordering on fixins you know what i mean it's like very i was almost there i was like you got all the fit you got the parmesan cheese you got garlic you make these for your family and you just say salad on the side (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry Mm. i don't even know okay or for me i'm gonna have a spaghetti squash like with some turkey meatballs and like some sauce that seems like a sugar yeah, this sauce sounds like a like, sugar free meal. Yeah. But the sauce has like fifteen grams of sugar because there's added that. sugar in the tomato sauce and tomatoes are already sweet. They're you it's don't like need a preservative sugar. or a taste enhancer. You know how it's we're all taste, addicted to salt, sugar, it's a taste and enhancer. Whatever the other thing it's is. It's not a preservative. Fat. Sugar's not a preservative. No, but it's like a, it's an enhancer. You haven't you heard? There's this book called like Salt, Sugar, Fat, or oh. maybe that's not what the book is. But anyway, it there is a book called that, but actually, I don't know if this is what it's about. <laughs> Sorry, I might be wrong. But I never read it, but I'm going to talk about it real but quick. there's been all these studies done where it's like, that's like the, the food thing where like... We're addicted to All the foods. processed food. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like we're addicted to the salts and sugars mostly. To like a know. profile or an enzyme situation going on yeah. like in the food. That's why yeah. we were... I was like all fucked up when I started this diet. Yeah. Because I was like... De- I was just talking about detoxing sugar. stylist who's amazing. Thanks, Ash. Um, but we were together for a long time yesterday because it takes a long time to dye my hair. And we were talking about it. He's all, yeah, it sounds like you were like detoxing from it. I'm like, I was. I was so pissed. 
I was so angry. And then I was like dizzy. And like, it's like, wow, that was a thing. Yeah. Like, that was like quite a thing. Like, it's people say sugar is a drug, but I was always like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I always like I hated a, it when know, people said that. Like, you're stupid. But like, it is. It is a lot. Like, the other day. It's I was, not a drug, I mean, but I mean, and I'm not never going to have it, but, but it's weird how it's in everything. Your you don't body is strangely addicted to it and you don't realize how much you're actually and i know it sound we sound all weird and stupid about it but like it's true like you don't realize how much you you are actually eating until you start really and like we're not gonna never have sugar and like at a certain point we will modify but we're just trying to like lose some like lbs you know lbs like what are you 22 like i'm cute bet you're so cute cool i don't know just like some so i told LBs? you the words pop into my brain though and i see them and then sometimes i, I guess shauna coined it here first don't say you're losing pounds say you're losing lb i think i've heard someone else say that i'm pretty sure i stole that i didn't think of that okay i don't know if you did, did that might be the second best thing you've done besides <laughs> chaffle sandwiches besides my invention okay wait we're <laughs> oh, not done do we it. got stuck on the spaghetti sauce for your family sorry <laughs> you're just making your family dinner you're just every it. night like i do and we set the table with real plates <laughs> and real napkins liar lies lies <laughs> lying lies okay. so sauce cheese more cheese because the bread's made out of cheese it's actually not a lot but it's just to kind of like hold it together honestly like inside and then we put like a chicken sausage that we that was yummy and then we put a big big piece of pepperoni i i've been instacarting my groceries because i'm lazy and busy and uh they didn't have like the pepperoni i wanted and so i just was like picked another brand or whatever you know it'll be like do you want a different kind and i'm yeah. like yes i still want pepperoni i didn't know there were sandwich size pepperoni but I didn't even, i've never is. had it before but it was great because you just put one it's like a salami basically yeah you just like, put one in the middle and it like fills up the whole chaffle and then we put more sauce on the other side and like put some more seasoning like oregano and garlic powder just to like amp it up and then we put that chaffle in the sandwich maker and smushed it <laughs> and smushed it. And then it was a sandwich. It was good. It was it tasted it like was a little pizza. Pretty good. Actually, I can't lie about this. <laughs> no, Why would pretty... I lie? I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> it was pretty satisfying, though, even for, you know, not having bread like or crust. Well, I've been using this chaffle thing to make sandwiches. As long as you put a bunch of stuff on it, it's it doesn't really taste like anything. It's not like right. It's just a holder because mozzarella cheese is kind of bland. Yeah, like in a good way where like it's not gonna like upstage anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the supporting. It's like our supporting (laughs) characters. Full circle, everybody. Oh, this is a writing podcast. (laughs) This is a writing podcast. I don't have anything else to say. We also had some vodka. I was going to make some drink that was like low carb cocktail. And I was like, that's fun. And then when I actually looked at it, it was like 10 carbs for a drink. And I was like, that's like a piece of bread. Like, why would I do that? And I was like, never mind. We're just going to have vodka and sparkling water because there's no carbs in that. I was trying to be fancy, but I don't make cocktails ever. And I think that's why. Actually, it's not why. But I'm just lazy. But I don't know. Trish is busy. Right I'm now. texting <laughs> with the Podfix Network, which we are a part of. Which you should go check out the shows. Oh my god! Podfix presents. We just um, we're just at the end of March Madness when this episode is coming out. If you leave a review, turns out if you leave a review anywhere, not just on Podfix presents. You'll be entered into the whole like drawing for a prize thing. Oh, I know, right? I'm like, I feel like I like went in and did some reviews this last I've week. Actually, just been like advertising it co- completely wrong. So you could win a mug, Shauna. You could. So, anyways, um, oh, no, it's very exciting. Yeah, I'll talk about. But it I more. really want other people to win it. I probably shouldn't win it. Yeah, you don't deserve it. I don't really deserve. <laughs> all right it's time for a writing now yeah because it's a writing podcast by the way (laughs) 
Okay, bye. It's not a cooking show or a movie podcast or <laughs> something else. Okay. Do you like comedy? Do you like animals? What about science? Do you dig plants? What about writing, snacks, rambling, and rants? Filmmaking, improv, and interviews, Canadians, Australians, boating forecasts, and super reviews, perfectly picked packages popping up, podcasts pointing people to discover other podcasts. Check out the Podfix Network, podfixnetwork.com. Plus, check out Podfix Presents, wherever fine podcasts are found. The Podfix Network, artist-owned and loved. Write it, bitch. I'm telling Shauna right now that it's inspiring to others when we fail <laughs> <laughs> to make myself feel better. Which I'm about not failing. sure how that makes sense, but it does. So, like, I mean, don't you like it when people are real and you're like, oh, I'm just like that when I fuck that up? <laughs> also, so we've been trying to write jokes because, like, I was like <laughs> texting Trisha yesterday and I was like, we should write keto jokes. And then Trish was like, this keto walks into a bar. And no, I, I said like, this dirty keto. Oh, walks dirty keto. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what we should do, right? It's only funny if you know that there's like different stages of keto. Like there's lazy keto, there's dirty keto, there's strict keto. And I've discovered my, I've created my own brand of crazy keto. Crazy keto Like is a Shana. K crazy. My sister and I are lazy, but I think I might be dirty too. <laughs> Mostly, though, because I want to say I'm a dirty keto. Well, like, everybody does. Because it's just funny. I mean, funny. everybody we know. Actually, lots of people don't care about this Nobody at all. cares. So we're going to just keep talking podcast. about it. <laughs> we can't not talk about what's happening directly to us at but any given time. This is the thing. It's all tied in with snacking and writing it's and true. everything that we do. Stress. And so we're real. Wait, what? <laughs> we're real about it. So here's... Here's a really good keto joke. It's a really bad, good, bad joke. A good, bad joke. This is all it says. So we've been trying to do this for like, for like 30 an hour. minutes. For like guys, an hour. I've lost track of time. Like we've just like the whole day just went away of us trying to write jokes. And then I'm like, why are we, what are we doing? Right and then Trisha <laughs> started looking at memes that were funny. Yeah. And then I'm keto. like, every other thing I looked up that was already funny about keto that's out there is already out there. It's so like, like, here's a bowl of bacon. <laughs> keto salad. Lamborghini. Oh, Lamborghini. Wow. The doors don't. The what? doors open, and it's like the Italian flag. And they go up. It's a Lamborghini, they go up. everybody. They go down and then go. Down. You know, I'm I'm really impressed by that. Here, come here. What? What's your favorite uh, food joke? Do you have any food? Oh, jokes? do you have any food jokes? We, where'd you go? He he just literally. Yeah, take your Lamborghini. It's a lot of money for this Lamborghini. Okay, bye. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't eat sugar, folks. That right there. Because I'm pretty sure the whole time we've been in here, he's been sneaking like lollipops and shit. That was funny. Yeah, he's he's a, he's, Here's a lot of he's money. He's hilarious. He, well, he's a lot funnier <laughs> than our keto. You're all, what's your favorite food joke? And he just got like all stressed. He just got See? all crazy. He doesn't all, like writing jokes You know either. what? You know what he thought? He thought... That's not even a funny question, Mom. I'm no, not even going to honor your question with a. So we're answer. not comedians. Sometimes we can be funny, but when we try to be funny, so it's not here? funny. Oh, it's now the dog's in here. <laughs> you know what's funny is we've been sitting here for this like 45 like, minutes and no one's come in. And as soon as we yeah, started recording. This is like marching band material. Yeah, well, I, our I, band I, may come through at any moment. <laughs> just, I mean, that's all it Go, 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 go. go. Nope, nope, nope. No, no. Nope. <laughs> go that was so complicated yeah she was like chasing her dog around a very small space this is a very small room it's not like it's like oh read the damn fucking joke that's so bad just read it here it is everybody this dirty keto walks into a bar and says give me a vodka soda and a bowl of cheese (laughs) there we go. Okay, well, this is even worse. 
because this is making any sense. So let's read this next one. This is this is the classic like walks into a bar like a dirty keto, a lazy keto, and a strict keto walk into a bar. Okay. I thought you were just gonna do the two. That. Oh, you're uh, gonna just read it. Okay. I just I don't just know do what it. I did. Do the it. strict keto says, "Can I have a quarter cup of nuts and two ounces of vodka?" The lazy keto says, can I just have some nuts in the vodka? And the dirty keto says, this isn't funny, which is why I'm laughing for you. The dirty keto says, give me a burger, no bun, and a whiskey, no water. Okay, I wanted to say the dirty, but I think the dirty keto should have, so the strict keto says, give me two ounces of vodka and a quarter cup of nuts. The lazy keto says, just give me the vodka and the nuts. And the dirty keto says, I just want to stick my nuts in your vodka. <laughs> oh, that was, you didn't tell me that. You just made that up right now. Yeah, I did. I said it earlier. I said, there's something about the nuts. He wants to stick his nuts oh, in I the vodka. I forgot to tell you that I was organizing my nuts so back to the frozen nuts so like this is i don't know snack book adjacent like i don't even know what's (laughs) happening anymore because our jokes are not good i don't know my dog just started barking yeah the lamborghini Uh, came in i have no idea what's happening right (laughs) now it was really weird um okay so i was like i'm gonna do what trisha did and like mix up a bunch of nuts and put them in the freezer cold nuts baby so i did like almonds walnuts pistachios and pecans and then i was like but I spent like, I had, first I had to clean out my freezer because I couldn't fit like a container <laughs> in there. And then I was like pouring all the nuts and then like trying to mix them around. So like when you get it, you'll get not just walnuts, right? right? Or whatever. Yeah. So I did it. I organized my nuts and now I'm ready for the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on to the super fun part okay. of today's episode. Thankfully something good did happen. Those... I mean, will happen. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> Well, you, did. Trisha, wrote a beautiful song. I'm. I mean, I did. I can't take credit for writing the song. I rewrote the words to a, a really but good. But you wrote the lyrics. Gypsy punk song called "Start Wearing Purple," and I rewrote it for our benchlings, Kayla, Drew, Brett, and Hammer. And this song is by an amazing. Oh, and it's in. A movie soundtrack. Oh, for a little circle. Oh. So Gogol Bordello is the name of the band. And there's this. Uh, is that his really, name? No, it's, I think it's but the name of the band. band. Okay. Actually, I don't know if it's his name. I it's always a good thought question. his name was Gogol. So this is a really funny. Well, it's not funny, but really great movie called Everything is Illuminated. And um, yeah, this guy's in it and he plays uh, the guy from the band. It's a He's mainly in a band, but like he's also just randomly an actor and super funny. I mean, he should be. Well, he an was actor. in that movie Wrist Cutters too, which is like another really good movie. Oh, yeah. And they play another song from this band. They only have one tape of one song <laughs> that they have to play over and over and over again. And they're so they're like Anyways. known as like gypsy punk, I guess. Yeah, like Trisha said. And so they like toured with Madonna at one point. This you guys. song is like the best and it's called did you already say the name of the song start wearing purple oh I did. start wearing purple it's okay I'm sorry. well it's i wanted okay. to go back and talk about the movie because talk about the movie everything is illuminated well i mean it's like kind of complicated i mean it's a lot to at talk the beginning about. <laughs> to i'm the just entire. kidding it's what's his name the hobbit <laughs> what's his name that actor toby mcguire no <laughs> That is <laughs> wow. He's in wrist cutters though, right? Toby Maguire? Yeah. I don't know. Aww. I don't remember that movie as well as you do, apparently. There's a lot of people in that movie. No, the guy that played the that was in Lord of the Rings, like the main guy. Okay, whatever. Everybody knows who he is. I can't think of his name right now. He made this movie and freaking um Oh my god, so many good people were involved in this movie and I'm so sad because I can't remember anybody's... Leif Schreiber. Leif Schreiber directed this movie and maybe wrote it or maybe just directed it. And Hobbit Guy is the main character and it's basically about somebody going back to... Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's basically about somebody going back to find like their ancestry or their relatives in... their Ukrainian maybe? Czech? Yeah, uh, check, I think. 
So they go, uh, he goes, and then he ends up meeting these relatives. And so the Gogol Bordello guy is one of his relatives, and he's freaking hysterical. It's one of the best scenes. That's not Toby McGuire. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's the guy from Wrist Cutters. His <laughs> name is... <laughs> He's he is an almost famous also. His name no. is Patrick Fugit. Yeah, okay, he I don't is even an know almost who that famous. Is. He's okay. a little guy that's trying to write. I don't out. care okay. about that. But what I do care about, there's this amazing scene and everything is illuminated. The music is so good. Buy the soundtrack or just go listen to it or whatever. Buy it. <laughs> like you can buy that anymore. Listen to it on Apple. Just music. go find it somewhere. Um, but the music is great. And um, so the guy from Gogol Bordello, whose name I don't know, he has this whole scene where he's like Oh my god, there's so many funny things in that movie. He's got this whole scene where he walks in and he's like, I walk into a bar, I'm a premium dancer. And then he goes in and he's like dancing and he's like, he's like, I'm like Michael Jackson, like I'm such a good dancer. But it's just like really funny. I can't even explain why the way I'm describing it's not really working, but it's super funny. So his name is Eugene um Hutz, H-U-T-Z. And he's um our age. I thought it was like way older than us. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to know. I mean, I have to say, like, it, it kind of makes sense that he's our age, actually, but because we saw him in movies, sometimes it's just hard to like gauge it that. It just always felt like that. Maybe because yeah. he's way more successful than we'll ever be. <laughs> I did throw Madonna. So there was that part of it. But, but anyways. Anyway, he does. And then there's another thing in that movie that's super funny is that like, so he, this guy, Elijah Wood, goes to visit these people and he's very straight laced and weird. Remember, he's like very like, he has all these weird organized things and mm -hmm. it's just a very interesting movie. And so the grandpa is like blind, but like everybody's just like really loud and funny in this family. And then they call the dog Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and it's so weird. It's like Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. And you're like, what? Because we used to call. It's just like super quirky. We used to call uh, Angel uh, Elizabeth Taylor Taylor. Uh, see, it was just like one yeah. of those things we picked up from that movie. Yeah. Anyway, this is a long story that's not very interesting. This is a movie podcast. However, but th I'm talking about the writing and that's the magistry right. of the characters. Yes. And that relates. For sure. And... Also, I rewrote this song for the Benchlings that submitted limericks last week. And mostly I, you know, think of myself as like a weird, weird Al Yankovic kind of person where I want to rewrite weird Trisha. lyrics <laughs> to be funny. <laughs> right now, funny. it's just like so sad and tired. Weird Trisha. Weird Trisha. Which is weird it's like sad. it doesn't work. Weird Al works like super well. Weird Trish. I'm weird Trish. I'm Trish the weirdest niche. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> but anyways, I like to rewrite songs and those You're of you so good at it. I've listened to the podcast for a while. You guys are gonna like this talking about. I was very impressed. <laughs> and then Trisha started sending me Okay. <laughs> we talked about this before. But Trisha oh, no. gets on a weird terror where suddenly she's like, this person is like the this person of this era. And it's like it's sort of okay. like the poor man's whatever, like when we were doing that for Ruth a long time. Ruth B, <laughs> who sings Lost Boy, I am a lost one. Piano, <laughs> Grammys, <laughs> Peter Pan. Okay, go listen to... <laughs> <you> recognize her <laughs> Go listen to Apollo Cole, 1996... This fire album, the song Hush Hush Hush, it sounds exactly the same. You guys. <laughs> so Trisha's sending me these and then you sent me like another one where it was like, This person is the this of this. And I was like, I don't what are you and it was like nine o'clock in the morning or something. And I was like, What are you doing right now? Like what's happening? I don't understand. All right. So I haven't been like meditating or anything. <laughs> But over the past couple of weeks, I decided to try and play the ukulele every day. So I've been looking up songs I like to try and play them. So then I got a weird idea in my head that I should go back and revisit Paula Cole because I used to like her songs. And then that like led me to revisit Peter Gabriel because she toured with him. And then that led me down a rabbit hole about how Paula Cole is a singer-songwriter <laughs> who uses the piano, much like Tori Amos, 
also much like Ruth B. Two, three decades later. This is like a weird serial killer wall. There's like a red yarn. There's yarn. It's just musicians and albums (laughs) and like my like weird. No, when I do, I get on a tear and then I have to listen to the song over and over. And Aaron's like, why are you listening? You've like, always been have, like that. I, but it's just Do you know what I said to him? I said, Do you not know me at all? Yeah, well, but you've always but but this comparison thing is new. Like that was what it's it was because, before. I think it's because Lisey's starting to like her own music. And I'm trying not to say that's not a new idea. We already did that in the nineties. That's basically like always on the tip of my tongue. Like she got her hair cut and I'm like, I had the haircut in the nineties. <laughs> She put a barrette in. I'm like, I used to put barrettes in my hair in the 90s. She wants to wear overalls, by the way. I used to wear overalls in the 90s. And she looks like, exactly like Trish. It's oh literally God. like mini me. It's well, crazy. But I mean, no, it's but, fine. But I don't want to be like saying that because I remember my parents saying that similar things, yeah. you know. Oh, bell bottoms came you, back yeah. or like did you whatever. Care? No, you didn't care. Sorry, Alan Vi, but we didn't care. Like if it came, if it was something you already did or you thought it was cool or it already happened. No, because every cooler, generation invents their the own same cool thing that thing. already happened. Yeah, really. Over but yeah, and over. you know. And so I, told I guess you, it's like when people discover Bob Marley when they're in college and they're like, "Oh my god, reggae!" Me. And you're like, "Yeah, everybody discovers that and like thinks they own it." Yeah. Even though they don't. Yeah. Like, it's weird. So I'm, I guess I'm having my own journey with that right now where I'm <laughs> privately, I can only tell you. Killer wall. <laughs> I can only tell you about my, my, well, now my everyone musings. else knows. <laughs> Sorry. Cause I, because made I you don't want to tell my daughter <laughs> that I think that some of the music I'm trying to learn on ukulele for her. Sounds you went just off, but like, it was like when you went off about Billie Eilish and Poe and I was like, what? No, I get really into it. You're like, really into it? <laughs> like, I'm scaring my family. <laughs> all I do, all I do is like Pinterest 10,000 no, recipes. No. What about, what about memes? the, wait, what about the wormhole you went into of all the movies we've ever liked? Oh, yeah, and no. What year they oh, no. came out? I will do that. For and sure. like, uh, the soundtrack for our movie and like. Do you see the pattern of me liking movie soundtracks? <laughs> yes. That's the only reason we even know who Gogol Bordello is. It's because I was like obsessed with that movie yeah, and the soundtrack. It is. No, it and is. like, no, it's weird. I don't know. I love movie soundtracks. All right. My okay. favorite is the soundtrack to Big Night. So same there you still. Go. And now Stanley Tucci is living it. <sighs> Fucking asshole. We love him so much. So much love. Okay. <laughs> This has been a huge buildup. I hope the song lives up to your it's expectations. It's really good. I'm very impressed. All right, and, I, um, I will. I endorse hmm. this fully. I am. I am getting some nice calluses from my ukulele endeavors, and uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Okay, so like, keep writing, keep snacking, and then the song will come next. Like, there's I don't a know. very special. I'm like mad right now. I don't know why you're mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> she just put a chip clip on her nose i did it hurt <laughs> really bad it was like not a good idea all right we love you guys so much stay tuned for the song okay bye but not really Start writing benchlings, writing benchlings. Start writing benchlings for me now. All your submissions and prompts we will be reading, we promise. Because it's bench right club time. So, yeah, ha! Start writing benchlings, writing benchlings. Start writing benchlings for me now. All your submissions and prompts we will be reading, we promise. Because it's bench right club time. We know you since you were a 20. We were 20. And you tried out for our play. A benchling writing baking lady will be perfect for still writing with us today. So, yeah, ha! Start writing benchlings, writing benchlings. Start writing benchlings for me now. 
all your submissions and prompts we will be reading. We promise, because it's Ben's Right Club time. We start this writing pod never knowing who would show up. And Kayla and Drew still come now. They're super uber awesome writers and give friendship for two girls who write stuff down. So, yeah, ah, uh, start writing Benchlings, writing Benchlings. Start writing Benchlings for me now. All your submissions and prompts we will be reading, we promise. Because it's bench writing time, so yeah, oh, start writing benchlings, writing benchlings, start writing benchlings for me now. So why don't you start writing benchlings? Why don't you start writing benchlings? Start writing and I f- all your sanity oh no fuck that up <laughs> all your sub okay let's keep going all your submissions and prompts we will be reading we promise because it's been trailing time that we met when we were babies just babies but here you are years from then a benching writing singer after will be perfect for giving wenches a win so yeah ah start writing benching writing benching start writing benching for me now all your submissions and we will be reading because it's been right love time! You were like, what's happening? I don't know, I'll just cut it. I, I like to just cut it out. Or I can put in my other amazing attempt at it. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. Hi, everybody. I'm so comfortable in my chair with my microphone stand. <laughs> Testing, test, test. Testies. <laughs> we did that last week, too. Right now, I'm going to do it every week. Oh, mine looks all small. <laughs> yeah, your testies, my testies are small. Are small. <laughs>